You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast, Kathy. If you haven't subscribed to the Strictly Anonymous podcast, subscribe to the show wherever you listen to it. If you uh, can write a review for my show, write a review. They're always really helpful. And I love reading them. So thanks for the people that have been writing reviews since I've been asking for them. Um, if you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice the people that call into my show remain anonymous, both to my listeners and to me. I don't ever ask anybody's name or I never look at pictures. Sometimes people try to send me pictures. I won't look at them because on my phone, if I don't scroll down, I don't see them. I don't really care about like exactly who you are. I just like to hear like stories, I mean, and and stuff. And I think that people are much more honest when they remain anonymous. So I get a lot of out of people on the show, which I like because I like the truth, right? And I like to get to the bottom of things and I like to analyze things and I like to help people. And that's why I started this call and advice show. Um, it turned out that I went to Craigslist to get people because I was too, I didn't want anyone to know what I was doing, right? So it turned out to be a show all about like a lot of sex stuff, but it's not like I'm opposed to helping people with regular problems. I love doing that. That's why I started my show. I do really love though, the all the sex stuff as well. So if you like have a interesting life that has to do with SEX or anything else that maybe you keep a secret maybe you don't you just want to talk about it you could be on my show if you have a regular problem and your friends don't want to hear it anymore or you have no friends and you need someone to talk to uh, you could be on my show. You could either send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I wrote a book. It's called The Cartoon Misadventures of a Total Train Wreck. It's basically like my losing my virginity story up until I turned 40 and every guy I dated in between those two events. And uh, every story, every relationship went horribly wrong. I had terrible relationships all my life. And you know, but they're fucking funny and I learned from them and that's what the book is about. It's like a coffee table book. It's like a bathroom book. It's like a pick up any chapter and read one and that's it book. It's not like a novel. I drew it. I wrote it. I'm not a writer. I'm not an artist. I don't even know how to fucking draw. It, they're stick figures. So it's like that kind of book. But I think it's good. I'm writing. I'm in the process of writing another book. So whatever. But if you want to buy that book, click on be on the sh- buy the book on my podcast on my website. Or I'm on Riotcast Network. You could go to the Riotcast uh, merch store online as well. Riotcast.com slash merch, I think. And you could buy my book there. So, and I said, if you want to be on the show today, I have on a guy who wrote in, everybody writes in now, right? That's the good thing, uh, named Kevin and Kevin and was really looking to talk. Like it really felt like Kevin was, uh, cause we had a lot of emails before we actually were able to get on the phone and actually tape a call, a, call, a combo. 
between each other. And he was very much like, I have a pantyhose fetish and I do all these other things and I have a lot of fetishes and I think I might have a problem and I really need to talk. And he just was like, you know, he really wanted to get some stuff off of his chest. And he did. We talked and he talked all about his pantyhose thing. But we didn't really get into the pantyhose thing because this became much more about like uh, whether he has a sex addiction or not, right? And so we talked all about like his marriage, his history before he was married, married the things that he does sexually that makes him think that he might have a problem. He's sort of like an obsessive type of personality type. So he goes to like these big lengths to like get laid on the side and they're really interesting okay i mean this guy has created fake profiles on facebook he tries to hook up with people that way some people maybe that his wife knows about he he does things and but and he's successful sometimes i mean he tells some stories on this show that i was like you gotta be kidding me you like hit the fucking jackpot right (laughs) but we also discuss whether like i said he's a sex addict i personally think he does have a problem but you need to take a listen and let me know what you think or decide for yourself what you think uh it's a whole interesting story about kevin uh, and what he does. He fucks escorts. We talk about that too. Um, anyway, so that's all in the show and I'm just gonna, <laughs> now I'm so confusing. I don't know how to end this, this intro. So I'm just gonna end it and say, I am going to be right back on with Kevin. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Kevin, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm good. I feel like I don't know if anyone notices that my voice sounds fucked up, but I like lost my voice over the weekend. <laughs> and I'm just kind of getting it back, but I think I can make it through an hour of talking. <laughs> and me and you, me and you have been playing phone tag, not phone tag, email tag for a while, right? That I don't like, I swear I, it's hard for me to remember like the specifics of your situation. I do know that you were kind of desperate to talk to me because you started off like saying you have like a, maybe like a pantyhose panty fetish, but it sort of bleeds into all this other stuff. And you think like you have a sex addict, like you're maybe you have a sexual addiction and, you're married and you have kids and you just want to let this out, right? Someplace and talk about this, whatever's going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know what my problem is, honestly. Like, I mean, at home, everything is like, we're not married, but we do have kids together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she she's just like not really open like I am. And when you talk about sexually like, speaking, like sexually? Yeah, be, I mean, like just... You know, because I'm not really too, like, you know, I I feel comfortable with her. So, like, I'll tell her certain things. Like, I don't know, like, I told her about, like, the pantyhose thing. So, she did it a couple times. Like, she wore the thigh highs, like, put on heels or whatever. And, like, you know, but, like, it seems like she gets annoyed by it. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't. Well, she probably does because she doesn't get it that, you know, and so she probably is annoyed and she doesn't have a good way of like hiding the fact that she's annoyed. You know what I mean? She should kind of probably play along with it more, but she's probably very comfortable with you enough to show that she's not really that into it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the problem sometimes of being like comfortable with somebody sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like the fact that I'm just like, because I'm turning 30 this weekend. Mm-hmm. And like me and my, like I talk to one person about like some of the deep shit that I like think about or do. And because I, I, I do escorts, like I do, like I'm just like. Oh, I, I forgot like, about that. Right, right. You're fucking escorts. I do a lot of shit. Oh, okay. You know. So, I mean, it's just. I talked to one person about it and like, he's the same age as me. So like, I don't know if it's just like an age thing where my sex drive is just going crazy. And like, I'm Mm -hmm. looking at all sorts of women. Like, it's just like, I can't get my mind off of sex. Like, it's all I think about. Like (laughs) I'll go and jerk off and get, you know, get it out. And I'm good for like a half hour, but then it comes right back. Like, I I just feel like there's some sort of like, is it going to end? Like, I don't want to. Right. Like like, maybe there's a little bit of an imbalance, right? It's almost just too much. Just that all the time like every half hour <laughs> yeah well no it's i'm not saying like i jerk off every half hour but i'm just saying like the thoughts start coming like i'll be driving down the street and i'll start checking out girls all over again you know what i mean like yeah and like and i'm in my head like look oh look at this like woman running or whatever and like you know what i mean like i just can't keep it out of my head mm-hmm. and, and how like, long wait, let me ask you this because you're about to turn 30 right but you've been like in your prime right for a while i think guys like start to get really horny when they're like what 18 16 i don't know right isn't that you guys prime like in their 20s right so has this been like for the past like 10 years or has this just started up recently since you've been maybe since your kids came along or since you've been with this girl like with one person or since you started fucking escorts like or has this been how you've always been since you've sort of come into your own sexually I don't know. I just feel like, you know, once I, like the past couple years, like I just noticed, like, it's just like my mind is just exploring different ways. Like, like there was one point, for instance, that, um, I met this kid. Well, there was this, one of those yard sale things on Facebook and like, it was a really hot girl. And like, I don't know, like me, I try, I see like, what's the worst that's going to happen. So I messaged her and whatever. And it had nothing to do with, you know, whatever she was trying to sell. But, um, I asked her, you know, if by any chance she would be interested in selling me her panties. She was like really hot. So come to find out she had a boyfriend and I guess the boyfriend was kind of into watching, um, watching her get fucked by another dude. Mm -hmm. So so it kind of, you know, we spoke back and forth and then, you know, he wanted to set something up where he could watch me fuck her. And, I kind of wasn't feeling it because I've never done anything like that. So what ended up happening is I kind of swindled my way in and like, cause I'm kind of good with words and I swindled my way in and I told him like, listen, it's, you know, I've never done anything like this. So why don't you let me and her get acquainted and, you know, feel comfortable with each other. And then, you know, once we feel comfortable, you can watch. Right. Needless to say, he set everything up. He told me, you know, because I, I was like, you know, I, I said I wasn't getting laid at home, period. But, you know, I was just getting frustrated with, you know, my fiance because, you know, things weren't going smoothly. She's, you know, it was just like boring sex. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, he texted me. He's like, yeah, just let me know when you get there and, you know, I'll, I'll stop texting and, you know, leave you guys alone. So needless to say, I got there. It was kind of weird at first, like knowing that her boyfriend, like, was at work and knowing that some guy's going over to plow his girlfriend, mm-hmm. but everything, you know, we did it. And, you know, he started getting really jealous and, you know, 
I ended up never, you know, fucking her in front of him. But how many times did you fuck her behind his? Like, how many times did you fuck her separately from him? Um, we the the first time he knew about it, but then we like tried, you know, several other occasions because. um, But that's when he started getting jealous. Like, um, you know, we hung out a couple times, but like. The last actual time that I saw her, you know, we were just going to, she, she, you know, made a pact with me. Like if he starts getting pissed off, she's like, you know, you're really good. And I just want to do it one last time, no matter what happens. Da, 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 da. So we went for that and I showed up before work the one morning and I guess he caught on somehow. And, you know, I just, you know, I, I wasn't feeling it. So I just said, you Was know, he there? Like, how did you know that he caught on? Was he texting? Because like, what the fuck's going on? Is she, she, there? she apparently texted him something that was really meant to go to me because she's just mm-hmm. not that, she's not the sharpest, sharpest tool in the shed. Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, like, he started calling, then he started calling me saying he was on his way home from work and if I'm there, this and that. Oh, God. So, like, I, I felt really awkward and, you know, I just, I kind of left and um, after that, you know, well, she she kind of she she's like I don't want you to just go away without anything. So she pulled down my pants, she sucked my dick, and I just left and haven't spoke to her since. <laughs> but like I have but to like, say, that's like a such a random lucky hookup for you. Like who kinds like who like I feel like it's like kind of like every guy's fantasy, right? To like see this hot girl on Facebook. She was having a yard sale, and you wind up like uh, arranging to fuck her in front of her boyfriend. Like how crazy is that, right? In a weird way, right? Like. Well, or was it not that See, crazy? I, was she in the like personal section of Facebook? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there is. It seemed like it. You know, how do you get that off of a Facebook yard sale? I think that's pretty lucky of you. No. See, like I, I kind of like pick and choose, like because I mean I don't do it all the time, but like I'll see something and like I'll pick and choose. I'll be like, oh wow, this is somebody that you know, single parent, and she must you know really need money. Judging by the things that she's selling. And I just decided to give it a shot and see what happened if I asked her if she would sell her panties. And then somehow, you know, <laughs> yeah, but have you done Okay, but wait, wait. How many times have you done that and got in like a fuck you, psycho? And then like, or did is that the only time you did it? And she was like, oh, turns out my boyfriend wants to see you fuck me. Come on over. I'll fucking blow you. Like, it's kind of like, yeah. I would say the like the chances of you having the experience that you have or having the outcome of what you had are so slim that you're it's crazy that you were able to have that done or did you have other experiences before that where you tried and failed and girls were like deleted you reported you do you know what i mean no i mean that that was like my first and only actual like encounter i mean a lot of even like if it's somebody that acts like they're interested in selling them they usually flake out anyways so it's like, you know, so I mean, yeah, like I, I guess thing? I, I'm sorry if some guy asked me to sell my panties and I was selling like, you know, to, you know, baby toys online and someone said, oh, but I don't want your, you know, whatever. I'll take your panties. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. You know, I mean, it's crazy that that happened. Don't you think you're kind of lucky? Yeah. I mean, I get I get a lot of go fuck yourself. You know, I used to. So have, you like, have gotten that. That's what I was wondering. Right. So you so you had a fake Facebook. Well, no, this one was actually done from, like, my real one. I don't know. I felt kind of ballsy that day. Mm-hmm. But you, I, 
I had, you know, a couple fake, fake ones and I would eat, and there's been times where I've actually like, you know, I have a crush in somebody that I actually know in real life and yeah, I yeah, just yeah. want to see. And like, I've actually like gone ahead and made a fake Facebook just to see, you know, how they would feel if I, if somebody asked them something like that. And I've right. never got like, I've never gotten lucky that way because <laughs> I, I came close, to, you know, that there was this one girl and she's actually good friends with my fiance and she's like smoking hot and um i messaged her from a fake facebook and she wanted pictures so i gave her like fake pictures and she was all into it and then you know she just you know the conversation dwindled down and it just never happened wow but, i mean so my you do put a lot of don't last long well you do put a lot of effort into this and you do take a lot of time cuz to to you know that your short end it's like very sort of covert. I mean, the fact that you're like doing this and going after like, you know, your feet, did you call her your fiance? Yeah. Your fiance's like really good friend that's smoking hot from a fake, like that's, that's some dangerous stuff. I know. And that, that's why I like, feel like I have like some sort of problem. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's the fact, I don't know if it's the fact that like, I'm just, I don't feel like, you know, the home sex life is great or, you know, it could be more exciting. Like maybe if I was excited at home, I wouldn't be trying all this crazy shit. But let me ask but you like, this. How, wait, stop. Let me get you a little backstory. Well, we got to figure out, you could just be a horny guy having normal horny feelings, or you could be somebody that's, you know, sort of like acting out in a way that is all going through, like like acting out just like strictly through your dick, right? Like sometimes I think if you have an imbalance, like when I was younger, I was really super promiscuous and like I wasn't capable of feeling like like the full range of feelings, right? Because I had issues. So like I everything I would feel would be shoved down and I was just always horny all the time. And I think what was going on was that because I couldn't feel like lots of different things, I would just, I just feel horny. You know what I mean? Like that was like the only way I could sort of express myself. So everything sort of, went through that part of my body right but as I was able to fix myself up and like you know like and I could feel all different things like the balance of the way I felt things was more normal right I would feel horny in a more normal amount of time and then sometimes I would feel happy and sometimes I would feel sad and sometimes I would feel angry and sometimes I would feel horny right but like sometimes I think some people if they can't feel anything right or they're suppressing a lot of stuff but they're very comfortable with their sexuality or they they you know they everything gets funneled through that right you could have that going on. You could just be super horny. I have to get more information on you. Let me ask you this. Because like sometimes I think like when guys are like really horny like this and they're living like double lives and they're d- creating Facebook fake fucking profiles. I'm just like, I mean, you can be like fucking whoever you want and doing all of this not as a fake person if you were just single, right? Like why are you in a relationship? How long have you been in a relationship? Are you only staying because of the kids? Were you always in a relationship? Were you like this when you were single? you know what I mean or is it just being locked down that's maybe like not right for you right now like how long have you been with this girl Uh, we've been together like four years now okay and before that were you like always a relationship guy do you go from like one long term relationship into another or were you single before you met her uh yeah, I mean most of my relationships have been pretty serious. I mean, so I'm you no go from lo- no, 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 but you go from a long term relationship to another long term relationship. But you're always cheating on these girls with other people. Um, honestly, yeah. I feel like you know, I ha- I have cheated on another 
um, long-term relationship, but it was because she pretty much lied to me the whole entire relationship, and I found out. And then you cheated that, on her, you know, right? she Yeah, and I pretty much, and I told her that I was going to do it, and I pretty much did it right in her face. Right, it was and like then, revenge. You did it more as like revenge. Yeah, but this one doesn't seem so much as just revenge. It's just like I just don't feel that security as in, you know, maybe, you know, it, for some reason, like, sex is a big deal to me, and, like, it makes me feel like, I guess, secure, you can, you know, in a relationship, like, if you have good sex, like, you know, I, I don't know, like, it just, it's just, for me, I feel, you know, relieved afterwards, and, like, we could cuddle and go to sleep and be a cute couple, you know what I mean? Right, when the sex isn't good for you, you feel like something is missing, and then you feel like this weird emptiness, and then you go and try and fill that up in someplace else, because you're feeling insecure, because for some reason, like your security is tied into sex when it comes to relationships. But let me ask you this. So with your other relationships, when things were okay and the sex was good with them, you were able to be monogamous and you weren't thinking about sex so much and like fucking hookers and all that stuff? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, it's just been with her and, and she really never personally like did anything. Like, honestly, she's probably like, the best girl that I've been with, like as far as being a good mother and, mm -hmm. you know, be, mm -hmm. being supportive of me as a person. Yeah. But like when I come to her sexually, it's like, you know, her excuses like, you know, oh, I'm tired or like my sex drive isn't like yours and, you know, sex mm -hmm. isn't about everything. And it's just like, you know, maybe, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, some nights, like, it's just, you know, it's just, like, boring, just pointless sex, and it's, like, you know, then the next night, I want to do it again just to see if, like, we can have, like, a, you know, I'm not trying to say, like, make a porn movie, but, like, you know, something exciting, and then, like, if it doesn't happen, then I'll expect it the next night, and it's just, like, a revolving thing, and then... You keep trying to I get just, it back. Was it good in the beginning? Um... I mean, yeah, it was new. So, you know, anything new is fun and good to me. You know what I mean? Like, Right. Because, like, you know, doesn't it suck that you could, like, find somebody and they're so, like, it's, like, they're so great in all these ways, and but in, like, one way they're not. And, like, for you, like, this girl is, like, super compatible with you in, like, every area, right? It ch She could check, you could check it off the box, right? Except sex. And sex is very important to you. And you're a really horny guy that's into a lot of things. And she's just not right and that could be like a compatibility thing unfortunately you know yeah i mean there's times where i just think to myself like wow like maybe i should be single like you know i could just go out and do what i want but like other times then it's just like but i can't be I, I feel selfish if i do that because you know the first thing in most girls minds like anytime i've broken up with a girl or saying that i'm leaving all you know, I get the whole, you know, oh, well, go have fun with her. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, so I feel like guilty, like if I were to leave her, to, you know, just to, you know, leave her and the kids and, you know, there's well, a lot of yeah, bills involved. Yeah. Now with the kids, there's a whole other layer, right? That makes it way more complicated. How many kids and how long have you had kids? Like how many years is that going on? Uh, we have two of our own and she's got one with somebody else. So you can, and then how long were you like with her before you had kids? Like how long did you guys have together like kidless? Cause you're super, you guys were super young. Um, she, 
pretty much. I mean, she's got another daughter with a father that isn't around, and you know. So when I you first started there, dating her, she had a kid, and then how soon yeah. after did you guys did she get pregnant? Um, probably about like a year or two later. Let's say a year and a half. Like I'm not, I'm not crazy good with dates. Right, right. But about a year, a year and a half into that, she gets pregnant. She has a baby, and then she gets pregnant again. She has another baby. No, no, no. That, that she, this was just. Oh, this uh, is the, the only last two. Okay, had. so you. She, had... ar- she already had. She had two when I met her, but one oh, I consider mine. I'm a little confused. Okay, so she had two with somebody else, one with you. Well, no, she's got three all together, but they're all different fathers. But one we consider just mine. Okay. Because we have. It, it, it's very confusing, and maybe, you know, maybe it. that's is another. Is one of them yours? One of them is biologically mine. Okay, that's what I. And then. Okay. A, Okay, but that's Another a lot one. of, listen, that's a lot of stuff. That's like a lot to have before you're 30 years old, okay? Like, I'm sorry, but three kids, a girl, I'd be fucking escorts too, I have to tell you. Like, I have one baby, okay? And I'm like, thank God I don't have a guy at the end of the day that I have to fuck. Like, I'm sorry, but it's a lot of work, right, having kids. She has three. I'm assuming she's around your same age, right? How old is she? She's uh, 27. Yeah, she's 27. She has three fucking kids with three different guys. She has a relationship with you. You want her to dress up and panties and all this stuff because you're like young and whatever. And she's just like probably over the hill. She's already had three kids at 27. I feel bad for her. She's probably be much better to date it when she's like 40 and those kids are out of the house. Do you know what I mean? Like this is a tough time for her. And maybe it was a little too soon for you, right? I mean, we can't take back time and get you out of this relationship and out of the kid, right? You're like stuck at this like sort of adult situation, right? And maybe your dick isn't so grown up yet, right? And you didn't leave because you were always sort of in these long-term relationships. You never like lived it up, right? And now you're, and this I think is a problem for a lot of people, you know? And I think people don't understand that being single, like I once had this friend and he was sitting across from me and he was like a relationship guy like you and he would go from one long-term relationship to another and he was in this relationship with someone. He was like, you know, I just wish that I could just like fuck a different girl every night and do whatever I want and go out and never have to call. And I'm just like, you can do that. Like that's called being single. Like, why don't you give it a try? Like, I don't understand, you know, uh, I, but I, but I'm a single person. You know, I'm more like the type of person. That I love to be single. It's much harder for me to be sort of locked down in a relationship. And I think people are one way or the other. And I'm sure there's people that fall in between. But I think sometimes that some people that are like in these relationships like this and like for you, like maybe you, you should have spent some time being single and having fun and doing whatever you want. Now we have a whole different thing to talk about because to walk away from like this girl and your child and your family, like there's so much more involved in it. Right. And now you have like all this horniness and you want all this variety and you're still really young. Right. But you can't really do it because you're tied to this girl and she's not really ideal when it comes to sex. And that's not going to improve anytime soon with three fucking kids. Right. And you know, um, so you're kind of (laughs) screwed. Sorry. I feel, like I, I, mean, I feel like I'm making you feel worse, not better. No, I, I mean, like, it's it's something that we argue about a lot. And, you know, I, I understand, you know, the whole kid situation and stuff like that. But, you know, at the same time, uh, like... This is your situation. You know, I, I, 
Listen, at the same time, I, the truth is, is this is what you guys are in. Like, I could go back and say, oh, maybe you should have been single for a couple of years. Someone could say to her, like, oh, maybe you should, like, do this. But, like, the truth is, like, the reality is, like, this is where you guys are at. You have, a, she has kids and she doesn't really want to do the stuff that you do, but you really want it. And you're cheating on her because she's not fulfilling your fantasies. She should probably, like, step it up a little bit and try to please you more. You know, I don't, I don't know if there's a solution there, right? Because she... She might just be too exhausted and maybe she's not interested or doesn't have it in her to really give you what you need. So you're always going to be sort of not so happy and then you act out by doing all this stuff, you know, and this I think is like in a weird way, a common problem. Cause I think, you know, I had a guy on just recently. I forget if I, if I, I, no, I haven't um, aired his episode yet, but he was talking about, and this could be any guy. He was talking about how he married somebody, his first wife. And she like, you know, she checked off all the boxes, like on paper, she made so much sense and she was so right. But like in reality, not so much, right? This girl sounds like in reality, she really is good, right? The only problem you have is she's not like your sexual ideal, right? Somebody would say, probably a lot of people would say like, you can't have everything, right? I mean, I, if you can't have everything, then what are you going to do? Leave her? Like, I wish she was on this call and we could tell her, like, please try harder. Like, let your freak flag fly. Like, get into sex more. You know what I mean? Try to revive that with you or do something about it, right? Because, like, how do those fights go between you and her? Like, what, how do, what, what is the argument about? Like, what does she say? What do you say? I mean, usually it's just, you know, we go back and forth about it and, you know, she'll either come up with some sort of excuse, you know, I'm tired. And, but meanwhile, some days she's off the whole entire day and, you know, all the, all the kids except for one is in school. And, you know, she'll binge watch TV shows all day. And it's like, you know, all I ask when we argue is, you know, to try to be a little bit more open-minded and give me something to work with. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, the, that's, that's all I really ask for, you know, and then, because it's not like, you know, when we do get into it, like, she definitely has multiple orgasms, and it's always like, you know, in the long run, it, you know, I feel like I satisfied her, you know what I mean, yeah, and it's uh -huh. just like, you know, there, you just relieved some stress by coming, like, you know, three or four different times, yeah, like, how why great. can't you, why can't you just enjoy this and, like, get into it, and, you know, get a little extra with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh -huh. Don't hold back. Like, right. Remember, just like, like just right. She should remember that in the, in the times where she's not into it, that if she does do it, she's going to feel great. She will relieve her stress and it'll, it's good for her. It's healthy. And it, it's like, again, it's like our time, like to get, like to get out of, like it's for me, I get out of my head, you know, like mm -hmm. it's away from the kids, our time in the room, like, you know, if, if it was up to me, I, I wouldn't mind having sex every night. But, you know, I, I totally understand, like, not all people are built like that. And if, you know, even if once a week, like, you know, she knows what I like. So, like, if sometimes, like, it takes, like, a big fight and, like, a, a really big nasty fight. And, like, I'll come home and, like, I'll, you know, take a shower, go in the room. And she'll be all dressed up and everything ready to go. And it's like... You know, why can't we just, why can't you just surprise me like, like that once a week without even, without fighting? Okay, you know what you I mean? asked like, her that once a week? I'm sure, right? And she doesn't remember. I mean, 
Yeah, and she'll give me, like, oh, I forgot. Like, I'll let it slide, and I'll see how long it takes. But it's, like, usually I have to ask her. And, like, the only time I don't have to ask her is if, you know, we just got into a huge fight about the sex and about how, you know, bored I am with it. Like, I try to say it nicely because, God forbid, you know, I say it the wrong way. (laughs) This is such a con. This is, like, seriously, you're like every guy. I mean, I think that this is a very common problem. And the saddest thing... Or the hardest thing for me with this kind of problem is like I could see both sides of things, right? I really can. And this is like one of those things where like men and women are just so different. And I think like if she knew, like if more women would listen to these kinds of podcasts and really realize that like when you're got like a guy, I think women don't really understand how much more important sex is to men than it is to women, right? Women, it's not as important, but I think to men it really is. I'm not a man, but I have enough guy friends, and I've done this podcast for long enough to know that I think it's a very different for men, you know, and they need it more as a release and stuff. And I think that women don't really fully understand it, right? And so that's why there's a lot of cheating going on. Because I don't think for, she just thinks she's got you, you're living with her, she's going to do what she wants. And she has no idea that because she's not like meeting your needs, you're going and cheating on her. And she'd be fucking horrified that you were doing that. But this is what happens in real life, right? When somebody isn't getting what they want over time, right? Eventually they will go and find it, right? Especially a young guy in his 20s. You know, maybe if your guy's in his 60s, you know, like maybe he won't sort of need to go find it someplace else, you know, but this happens a lot. And I think it could happen in the opposite way, like for a woman. And this is why a woman goes, you know, when needs aren't being met and somebody speaks up over and over again, you know, and the other person just just fights and doesn't listen. And then look at what's going on. You're fucking escorts behind her back. You're going after her friends and fake Facebook profiles. I mean, this is not good stuff going on. You're going to get fucking busted. Yeah, that, I mean, that's another thing. Like, I just get so paranoid. Like, I'll go and do something, but it's like I act out of impulse. And, like, yeah. for, like actually... Since I, like, I haven't been listening for too long, like, but, you know, once I started listening, I was like, wow, I have to, like, you know, let her pick my brain, because there's a lot of deeper shit, like, I mean, but the the main thing is, like, I start listening to some of these calls, like, and the one that, the, the stepmother, that one really got, like, that one was exciting, and it kept me on my toes the whole time, I'm sitting there. Wasn't he a great, of, wasn't he a oh great storyteller? I was, I kept pausing it and then like, you know, I'd go up to the door and like, you know, I'd make my delivery and then I'd just right back to it. But like, then I'd get home and I'd be like, you know, certain stories that I hear, it's like, you know, like, why can't I have an exciting life like this? And then like, you know, I actually mentioned to her, like, maybe she should start reading up on, you know, some of these things, like just about our sex life, you know, and say, you know, it is, it's an important part of, a relationship totally you know, it's a part of it absolutely to... no it's a difference between being friends with like what's the difference right i mean you know if you didn't have sex and you really you just be friends right it's the whole it's it's a part it's a part of being intimate like you guys are intimate with each other that's a part of it you know and it is important especially <laughs> four years into it i mean you guys aren't you know together 10 years or 14 years you know it's only four years that's yeah. I mean she doesn't she like she doesn't even know like half she you know she has like a, a slight you know idea because you know there was a certain time where you know I was you know just in a bad part in life and 
we weren't living together and I was struggling like in between being homeless and whatever. And she stuck with me through it. And I don't, you know, there's a couple stories that, you know, I feel like she might've done something, but to this day she says she hasn't. You ain't like, cheated on you? you know, she, yeah. She went and hung out with, you know, somebody that she had a past with, you mm-hmm. know, just, to, and her excuse was, you know, she wanted to see, you know, if anything were to happen and if something were to happen that, you know, she would have known that maybe me and her weren't okay. But being that she didn't do anything, you know, she realized that she really loved me, which I find is a little horse shit. It could be, it could be true. I mean, that could be, girls could be like that. Like that could be, it sounds complicated, but women are more complicated in that kind of way. I mean, that could be true or could not be true. It's a 50-50 thing, but it's not like that is unheard of in the female world. I'm a girl. It doesn't sound that odd to me. Do you know what I mean? From a girl's perspective. I get why you don't get it because guys don't think like that, but I, I, that is not necessarily that much of a bullshit story. Do you know what I mean? I'm just telling you. I mean, I'm just, it could I'm be just going by like how I feel. Like if, if I were to go hang out with an ex, yeah, I but if you're, this is where it's different. This is where a guy you know what I mean? are different. And I'm telling you as a girl, that could be true. Like that's the kind of complicated thoughts that we have as women, like that kind of scenario. Like I wanted to go and I felt like if I did something, then it wasn't right. Like that could be true. I'm telling you, it could not be true. I said it's 50-50, but it's not like as yeah. sort of like outlandish as you think. And I get why you think that because a guy doesn't buy that shit, right? But that could be true for a girl. I'm just telling you as a girl, I swear. And I, you know me, I, I, have no, I don't fucking know you. I tell you the truth, you know? I'd be like, oh my God, yeah. that's the biggest crock of shit. But it, it might not be. But anyway, so you were going through this really tough time. She didn't leave, you know? So you have a lot of shit in your past right like how fucked up does your mind get with all this stuff i mean it goes all over the place like sometimes i'll just feel like maybe she just doesn't have enough time for me because she's out fucking somebody else like oh so you even have also like besides all because i meant like your mind with sex and like all this crazy stuff that you're into and we got it we still have to talk about like how the escorts came into play but like you also have a mind that goes to like sort of um being super suspicious with her and what she's doing yeah i mean i don't know if it's because she's like that with me um but and then you know getting screwed over in the past or could it be also that you were oh did your last girlfriend the girl that was like lying to you was she cheating on you and you found out yeah, well, it, she, I don't know if it was like a constant thing, but it was, she cheated on me early on in the relationship. And then, you know, towards the end, like I actually got the real truth out of her and it just felt like a fake relationship for that whole, you know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of stuff is, uh, that's, that kind of shit really fucks with your trust issues. You know, you might have trust issues and then it's like interesting that you get in a relationship and then you become the distrustful one, even though. You know what I mean? Like it happened to you. Now you're doing it to somebody else. And then you're like, she, listen, she's suspicious of you because she, you're cheating on her. Do you understand? So why wouldn't yeah. she be suspicious? That's what I always say to people. Like when my guy friends will come to me and they're massively cheating on their girls and they're just like, they're fucking crazy. And it's just like, well, but you are cheating on them. But they don't know. It's like, but they do know on some level, someone, something is going on behind someone's back, right? Like it makes them crazy because they kind of know something, but they don't know what it is. Like there's this energy thing that goes on, you know? So like the fact that she's suspicious of you is not a coincidence. Look at what you're fucking doing behind her back. 
I mean, yeah, I've done some like, some unthinkable, like... Cause, like what? Right, Give so me, like, please tell me some scenarios. Like I, I mentioned in the one thing to remind me to tell, to yeah. tell you about uh-huh, a certain yeah. story, which I'm going to go there, which we were together at the time. And I was, you know, going through my little thing and, you know, she was, you know, sticking around. And, you know, every once in a while, like she kind of like we were so far away. So like every once in a while, like, you know, I, I don't know how it came about, but she used to give me like a pair of dirty panties and we'd, she'd call at night and we'd have phone sex and, she'd, you know, whatever. That's hot. But... Like, shit like that doesn't happen anymore. But what I'm saying is, Mm -hmm. um, like, there was this one time I was just walking around New York City, and, like, I I just started seeing all these, like, girls, like, you know, wearing pantyhose. So I came up with, like, you're going to think this is crazy. Uh, Have you seen the titles of my show? (laughs) I don't know that you could get me to think crazy. Okay. This this goes a little deep, um, but anyways, so, like, I was getting really turned on, like, seeing all these girls wearing, like, pantyhose, like, it was sexy, like, business women, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I decided to come up with some sort of bullshit story to talk to these girls, and I told them, like, you know, because a lot of weird shit happens in the city, like, people do all sorts of stupid totally. shit. Totally, so, I live in New York for over 20 years, I know. So I came up I, with this story, and I told this one girl, I said, listen, me and my friend are on a scavenger hunt, and we have to, like, you know, <laughs> do certain things. And one of the things on the list is for you to to find a girl that would let me feel her legs. So I would go <laughs> around New York. Yeah. I would go around, and, and believe it or not, I got a good four or five of them to let me do it. Okay. And, like. But, like, that that's just, like, how crazy my mind is, and, like, I don't know if it's going to change, you know what I mean? Like, because it's just, like, who thinks of doing something like well, that? Well, no, like, like, listen, I think that, no, but that's a part of, like, I think people are, like, concoctions, right? And even, like, positive things could be funneled into negative things depending on certain things. I think, like, these kind of scenarios that you tell me, like, show a part of you that's super creative. Like, you're a creative person, okay? Right? That's where that's coming from. It's coming from a part of you that's super creative. I don't know if you create things in your life outside of these, like, crazy scenarios, right? This is where it's being funneled into, like, and it sounds like crazy and stuff. But what I also see is that you are probably a creative person, right? And maybe you don't realize that about yourself and it's coming out this way in this relationship and you're doing all this stuff, right? But that's like, to me, what I see when you say that is that you're creative. Yeah, that you do these things. It also means you're a little, you know, crazy and you got balls. Like you sort of think something and you have an idea and then you actually go out and really do it, you know? So you have all these parts of yourself and like because you're like in this like weird place and you're acting out, it comes out in this way, right? All these things could be positive things, right? Maybe they need to be sort of you know, funneled into like a positive area of your life as opposed to like your sex life, right? You probably put it all there because that's where you're the most frustrated. But I don't necessarily think that these things are that, yeah, they're nuts, but I don't see it as you being nuts. I see it as you being probably, like I said, creative, super ballsy, and, uh, you know, horny. You put that combination together and this is what you get. I think my biggest, like, thing, like, it could also stem from, like, you know, I have, like, a huge fantasy of just, like, some random stranger, like, and being that it was just random strangers that I was going up to, like, 
I just, uh, for some reason, like, you know, my ultimate fantasy is like just a random business lady and, you know, just me having my, you know what I mean? Like just uh-huh. having my way with somebody just randomly. Mm-hmm. And like, it's gotta be somebody that I don't know. And I haven't known for less than five minutes, for five minutes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but like, think, is that where the escorts think, came into play? Is that why you go see escorts? Cause they give you that kind of experience. I mean, I feel like, you know, going into it and, like, you know, searching for them, um, it feels like that at first. But every time I walk out, I'm never satisfied. Like, every once in a while, like, there's the few that, you know, feel like, you know, hey, I got my money's worth. Like, that was a good experience. But, like, a lot of the times it's just, like, maybe going into it, that's what I'm feeling like, just having sex with a random stranger. But then, like, you know, it just sometimes feels awkward like yeah but that's like the chasing the but dragon. I do it anyways right of course because you're oh because you're hoping that it's going to be the time that it's going to be great right and every couple of times or every now and then it is as good as you wanted it to be right that's chasing the dragon that's like you know but like life is never like a hundred percent gonna be like on the money right i mean that's just a part of life but that you get like sort of addicted to sort of going back and trying to get that again because that fantasy hasn't been fulfilled you should be yeah, sick. like I'll try, yeah. I'll try. I'll try to like you know with the whole pantyhose fetish. You know, I'll I'll bring pantyhose with me and like you know thinking that it's going to help you know possibly you know fulfill my cravings and you know, but it, it never really works. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's too rushed and you know it's like I can't do the things that I want to do. Like and like, this is what I worry for you. Okay, this is what I worry for you because what happens with stuff like this, and I think maybe with you is like you could get into dangerous territory because you teeter. Like the stuff that you do is like, I mean, I walk around New York City all the time. If some guy came up to me and said like, I want to touch your fucking leg, I'd laugh in his face. Like I would just be like, unless you're 12, like a t- nine, you know what I mean? And it's like a d- joke. Like if you're like a, a person in like there, I would know what you're doing and I'd be like, get the fuck away, creep. Like, you know, it would be such, such bullshit. But like what happened, <laughs> you know, I just feel like, and I don't know why this popped into my head and I, I don't know, but like, you know, 10 years from now, you could be doing illegal things like the, it could lead this kind of like sort of obsession with things and interest in things and, you know, could lead to, to like sort of crossing lines and boundaries where you're not supposed to go that it could be sort of bad, meaning illegal. Do you know what I mean? That's what sometimes things yeah, progress like- into. I, I get paranoid. That's why I haven't really done the Facebook thing lately because, you know, I, I would make, you know, I, I went through one uh, account that they shut down and then another one shut down. And it's just like, you know, it's too much work. And it's like, you know, what if somebody really does get offended just, you know, over me asking if they, buy, you know, sell their panties? You know what I mean? So it's just like, I'm starting to get that, like, feeling like, you know, maybe this is time that, you know, I should stop and just look on Craigslist or something, like, find well, somebody just on so Craigslist. Well, so you know, no, you can't do Craigslist anymore. Did you listen? Like, it's actually dead in the water. They canceled all the personal ads. Can you believe? There's no section. Oh, no, I know that. I know the personals and all that, but it still comes up under, like, if you just, I mean, I know you're a woman, but, like, if you go on Craigslist and just type in the search bar, like, you know, used panties or something like that, it'll still come up, but it's, you know, under, 
they usually get flagged really quick too. So there's not in New York City. I wish I lived in New York City because there's plenty of them there. But no, they just like, canceled them I, like a week ago. Though I'm just telling you that they just canceled all the personals, a casual encounters. It's all gone. This happened just like last week. So I don't really know uh, when you looked last, but I'm telling you, it's a different situation. But somebody like you is going to find it anywhere, right? You're on Facebook and you're doing it. I just think it's just like you know, and and that you're going after like you know your girlfriend's friends and you know, as a, as a strange person, like you're, it's kind of like you're getting into territory. You're not like close to doing something illegal, but you're on your way. Do you know what I mean? There's like, you you know, you're crossing people's boundaries and stuff. And there's something very naughty about that. And that's probably what's hot to you. But you know, that eventually could become something that could be a problem. Like I said, if it gets bigger and you need more and then you get to a point where you're really pushing someone's boundaries and you're doing something very illegal do you know what i mean and that's where you have to worry well that's what you have to worry about i think not tomorrow but like five years from now if this is all being kept under wraps still because something i believe something's going on here with you you know the craziness you said something about you going through a bad time at some point you were almost homeless like do you have a lot of shit that went down when you were younger like are you one of those people i mean i was one of those people i'm just wondering if me and you have a lot in common i mean i got into a lot of trouble and I guess you could say my life got pretty much put on pause for quite a few years because, you know, I was tiddling and dabbling in the drug epidemic and, you know, I finally got out of it, you know, the past two years um, after I went to jail and everything. But, um, right. And so why like, did you pick up that like stuff I'm to tr- begin with? Okay. Honestly, like most people don't pick up and dabble that much that they wind up in jail unless you know, they're sort of looking to that stuff to like numb a part of them because maybe they had stuff happen to them when they were younger. And I know some people don't buy into that whole, oh, when you were younger shit, but I totally buy into that, okay? I think most people are born sort of really okay, you know, and everything, and then things are put on them, you know? And if things are put on you when you're super young that are really fucked up, like those are the kind of people that act out with drugs and alcohol and sex and, you know, don't take that good care of themselves because they have, they have issues. Right. And that's common. That happens to a lot of people, you know, and why would you be using all those drugs to begin with? Not just for a good fucking time. You were probably trying to numb some part of you. And if you never dealt with that, right. And you, but you had to get clean because you were in jail and now you're out of it. What you might be doing is substituting all this sex stuff for the drugs and the alcohol, like whatever that was doing for you, this is doing it for you now right. you know hypochondria could do the same fucking thing i i'm an addict right so i understand all this stuff i was somebody that had to numb parts of myself you know and i've done used all kinds of things i had to quit alcohol a long time ago but i realized before i was a drinker before i was old enough to drink and i'm telling you i started drinking at like 14 but like before that even younger i was like a hypochondriac i get like fucking brain tumors it was just something to get me out of myself to obsess on do you know what i mean it was like keeping my mind sort of focused someplace else even if it felt terrible to be focused on what I was focused on. It was better than, I guess, focusing on me, you know, even though I don't, you don't think of that logically, right? That's not how it's, but I could look back and know that, you know, and what could be going on and what goes on with sex addiction or any kind of addiction is that you're just throwing yourself into something and that is keeping you totally busy and your mind totally occupied. So your mind doesn't go to like the stuff that it's trying to avoid. And maybe that's like, 
you know, pain of like your childhood or stuff that sort of happened to you, you know, and it sounds like you could have substituted because a lot of people could cure one addiction and take it out, but they, then they do something else, you know, if you don't really sort of work on the, the addict part of you, which is like the damaged part of you, you'll just keep picking up other things to be addicted to. You could be a little addicted to all this stuff. Maybe I'm a sex addict. Maybe I need those meetings, but that's the, that's the problem. Like I see my sick mind is I want to go to these sex addicts anonymous or whatever it is and like try to pick up girls. Yeah. But they all think that. No, of course. And just, just so you know, you're going to see really fucking hot girls there. They're going to talk about their dirty stories and what they want. And like a lot of that goes on, but I have to tell you, you should probably just try it. Right. Like honestly, like seriously, because what might happen if you're in a place, cause I really believe that we are like conscious people working and we're thinking about things, but we also have like a subconscious part of us. And I do think if you're at the place in your life on some level, and you might not even realize this, that you're ready to sort of work on this stuff. And I don't know if you're there yet, you would go to one of those meetings thinking that you're going to want to fuck a girl there, but you might wind up hearing something that takes you in a totally different place. And you might, it might sort of, you know, turn on some light bulbs for you and make you realize things about yourself. So you might just try and get, and the worst case scenario is you meet a hot girl that's really damaged and sex, a sex addict and you fuck her in the parking lot. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> but even though that's really bad to do, but like maybe you'll go and something that you could never imagine will happen and you'll hear somebody talking and it might be somebody that's like more realized of what's going on with them and they might be talking about their experience and show you something about yourself that you didn't even realize and it might connect the dots for you and it might be like holy fucking shit you might have one of those moments you know that's what happens at those meetings that's what those meetings are really good for so you should try it out anyway because like I said what's the worst that could happen you have a a hot fantasy you see a girl and you jerk off to her when you get home I don't know I mean, like, honestly, like, I'm, you know, open to trying to figure out what it is. And, like, honestly, after listening to your show, like, I don't know why, but one day I just decided to, like, I, I YouTube, like, or, I, like, Googled um, sex stories, you know, yeah. or, you know, some talk radio. And, like, somehow I came, I came across quite a few of them, but yours was, like, the most interesting one that actually, like, kept me, like, listening to more than one episode. Mm-hmm. But, like... I don't know, like, uh, and then after listening and, like, hearing, like, other people and, like, I'm like, wow, like, I feel like, you know, I'm a fucked up individual, like, because we haven't even gotten into all the other stuff. I mean, we're probably almost out of time anyways, but, like, there's a lot of, like, the whole panty sniffing, how deep the actual, like, pantyhose fetish goes, like, slight foot fetish, but it has to be in pantyhose, like. Right. And you're sniffing people. And it's just. I mean, like, trust me, there's no, when, when it comes to the panting sniffing, like, I have to know whose panties they are, like, it, it's gotta, you know, I'm not, like, because there's different levels of it, like, yeah. you got guys that, they'll want some, like, dirty-ass, nasty-looking panties, and, like, because I've, you know, some of these websites or, you know, Facebook groups or something, and, like, ooh, my, here's my creamy panties for sale, and they, they show these, like, nasty-looking panties, and yeah. it's, like, to me, like, I'm not into all that. Like, I just like, you know, a nice scent, like, you know, just like, I don't want you to fucking not wipe and like some guys have all these crazy, <laughs> like, I'm not one of those, you know what okay. I mean? But like, I do like, you know, sniffing like casually worn panties, like no, not like after going to the gym and having swamp ass and shit like that. Sorry to be like graphic, but right. like, 
but like there's some people that like really get into like you know putting it in places like yeah but let's stick to talking about you because you did say before you're talking about these other people that like your pantyhose thing goes deep and you feel like it's kind of fucked up on some level we don't have the time to get into it but like what happens with people like you and I feel like this uh, is very similar to myself and I could relate to people that are addicts because like yeah I acted out a lot sexually and I had all these things that I did and stuff and then I cleaned myself up but it doesn't mean that I'm not into sex at all I think like there was two things going on right I was acting out sexually but I was also like a super open-minded person that was really into sex right and that will come out I don't know I don't think that everything that you're into and the stuff that you like is completely negative and a problem right I think though what happens is if you have issues that are not sort of worked out yet right and you're acting out and it, it gets involved in this it, it coupled you know your sort of interest coupled with your issues and then it, it takes it to a level where it becomes sort of overly consuming it, it creates problems in your relationships it takes up way too much time in your regular life and you're not really present for other things you know and that's where the problem lies. It's not so much what you're into. It's probably like the amount of time that you're into these things and the things that you're doing secretly and that kind of stuff. And I think that if you did sort of work on your issues, right, and and, and sort of started to think maybe I'm a sex addict and go down that way, right? It's not, it doesn't mean that you would become somebody that's just into vanilla things and that's it. That's not the difference. Like I don't think everyone that's into like hot, dirty sex is like a sex addict, right? It just is like if somebody like you, first of all, the first sign is that you kind of think there might be a problem. Why would you think that if there isn't one? You know what I mean? And you just said a couple things like I was in jail, I did drugs, I was almost homeless. I mean, like, you know, that doesn't happen. Those kind of things don't happen to people that like, you know, have a solid upbringing. And like, let me just tell you, don't feel bad about not having a solid upbringing because it, the majority of people don't. That's just life. That's like being a human being. I would say it's 80-20. 80% don't have a good upbringing. 20% do. So you're in the majority, okay? It's not like a you're so crazy or it's so sad that you had a fucked up childhood. It happens to a lot of people, right? Because we're raised by people that have fucked up childhoods, right? You know, and it's just an ongoing vicious cycle. Hopefully you're not going to do the same thing to your fucking kids, right? That's just the way that it goes. Because what happens to babies and children when they're really super young affects them for the rest of their lives. So shit probably went down with you. And that's why you went into drugs and stuff. You're not a bad person. You're not, you know, but you're just doing these things that probably are not good for you or your relationship and you should work on it. I really think I have been to sex love addict meetings. Okay. And I have to tell you, they're really fucking incredible. Okay. Like I really think you should just go and just listen because I think when you hear guys that, like I said, are more real, I say realized, I like, I don't know what the, like, you know what, that are more sort of aware of what's going on with their stuff, talking really honestly about their stuff and you could relate to it and there's so much like you, it really may shine the light for you. Like it really may blow your mind or it won't, you know, it depends on, like I said, where you're at in your sort of self-discovery. I do think you have something going on that you should work on. Like I said, I don't think that it's bad, the stuff that you're into. I think you also have a compatibility problem with your girl. 
I think you have to keep working at it because you have kids. It's, you know, that's the right thing to do. Maybe you will wind up leaving her in the future at some point. That's not selfish. Sometimes things don't work out for the rest of your life and that's okay. That's something you're going to have to get into with her. You know, you might want to go into some counseling with her together, but I think you should work on yourself first. And I think meetings are free and they're good. The biggest thing with as far as like the relationship goes, like, like I know she's like probably like one of the most. She's always had my back no yeah. matter what mm-hmm. you know I was going through, and not only that, but like I make the money in the household. You know, she struggles making money, so if I just left, it would make it impossible for her. And like I personally can't take the kid. Like you know, with my work schedule, as you know, right. like it's mm-hmm. always all over the place. Like we were trying to get what we've been emailing for the past two weeks I yeah think. uh-huh but um you know what i mean so like she'd be stuck with the kids and, listen you know, i like, don't not i would never recommend for someone to like leave their really and maybe this is backwards but i always say i'm not a fucking therapist i don't know but i would never say to somebody that has issues with themselves to like especially in your situation if you didn't have anything going on and this was just a girl you were dating you guys were in high school i'd be like fucking leave her you know but there are all these things that you're talking about involved in this right so i would never say to leave that relationship no way that's like 10th on your list that's like a couple years from now like but what you have to do first before you even do that is work on yourself because how do you know if you didn't sort of work on things that like things with her would be different you just don't know right your sort of sex and how you act out and that is like all fucked up because of stuff with you it has nothing to do with her so I think right now what you should focus on is yourself and then you could take care of working on your relationship but I don't think you need to do anything right now on that because like I said it is so complicated and stuff but you should work on yourself and try to figure that shit out a for you and then B it'll be for your relationship and it's also for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right, right, I get it. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, maybe your kids need to be a little older. That's what I'm saying. Like a couple of years could make a difference. And I really don't think that, you know, and you're, you guys are super young. Like you have to work on that and you got to do more work. But I think that you doing all the stuff behind her back and her being suspicious about you and then you being suspicious about her because you know what you're fucking doing. So then you become suspicious on her because you're projecting your shit. Like none of this is helping your relationship. So you have to work on your sort of cheating and all the shit that you're doing behind her back and stuff before you could even expect for your relationship to get better because all the stuff that you're doing does not help even though she doesn't know about it. Do you know what I mean? None of this is helping. And then when you're fucked up person it's hard to have like a 100 percent great relationship so you need to start doing something and looking at the reasons why you did all those drugs to begin with why you wound up in jail like why all this stuff happened to you i mean the god's honest truth yeah. which i know it doesn't it doesn't make a difference you know because of all the times that i have done it but like i've been kind of like steering away from the escort thing um mm-hmm. i mean i I still, I mean, I've done it recently, like, right, but you're steering away. I, I get weeks. it. Okay. 
But, like, it used to be, like, you know, I mean, at one point, like, it was almost like, you know, if I had the money, I'd, I'd do it, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I'd, I'd keep doing it until I saw that, you know, okay, now I just have enough just to pay my bills, so now I got to stop for the week until, you know, I get another paycheck, and, like, mm-hmm. it was it was bad like that for a while, then it turned into, like, you know, once or twice a week, and, like, now it's like, you know, I, I just, you know, it sounds kind of, you know, you know, you might laugh, but like, I'll just like, if I'm really thinking about it, like, I won't even look at back page. I won't even like, you know, look at it. I'll just like go watch porn and jerk off. And like that, it'll for that, you know, split second, it'll be out of my mind. And like, that's enough time for me to get in my car and drive home. You know, why would I laugh at that? I think that that's a really smart solution to like your thing. I think that's a lot better than going and seeing an escort in real life get it out like just as a fantasy like that's that's a smart thing to do that's not funny that's because just, I, that's good i always go in and it's like okay what well, sometimes you know you spend a hundred dollars it's not even that good right that's what you're saying and, and then you walk out like i, I could have spent that hundred dollars on something else like, right I so the next you know time I mean? but like, you're smart so jerk off in it like and then do you still want to go pay the 150 dollars? no you're done so it's like that's like a that i think that that's really actually really good that's what you should do with all your things. And, and like, there, there was a certain point where, like, you know, because you see some of the same girls on there. So, like, I was yeah. trying to, but, like, there was this one specific girl that never answered the phone. And, like, my, I would, you know, once a week I would try, like, okay, she's going to answer the phone this time. Because, like, she just, like, you know, it was just, you know, I, I don't know if I, it would the body type of pictures. Like, she Whatever, young, you get a little obsessive happy. about some things. That's so, yeah. Like, and, yeah. And I kept calling and calling and like, you know, I'm like, you know, oh, I'm not going to go unless she, you know, if she call, if yeah. she answers today, then I'll just go only go see her. But then like she doesn't answer and I'll end up calling somebody else. And like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'll talk myself into somebody else. And it's just like, you know, lately I've just, you know, starting to realize like, you know, I can't keep doing this because, you know, money goes quick when you start doing shit like that. And I got kids and, you know, other responsibilities. Yeah. And I'm dying to know about all the stuff that happened before you wound up in jail. Like, I mean, but listen, would you be interested in doing a part two and like giving me a little bit more backstory on your stuff? And maybe we could do like an initial like therapy session to get you sort of like on your way into really thinking about like the hardcore stuff in your life. If not, I totally understand. But I think it would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is the schedule thing, so it's going to follow you okay. like back and forth. It doesn't thing, matter. So. We do No, I don't care. I'm always uh, taping people. It doesn't fucking matter when I tape it. It's a, As long as you're open to it, we'll do it again. You know what I mean? Because I really feel like uh, you, you need that. I think eventually you need a real therapist or you need these meetings. Um, you know, go to a sex addict meeting. I think it would really help. But I would love to go deeper into like all that stuff leading up to the jail time because I think that's where what you need to be talking about and sort of thinking about as opposed to all this crazy sex stuff you know what I mean I think sometimes I cock block the sex stories for my podcast right but like <laughs> but I, I think- know right like I'm just so ready to get it out and I'm like wow I'm, I got some shit for these people <laughs> right but no but like but th- listen you still listen to all my episodes and a lot of times things turn different ways right because 
because I, it's like I really like helping people, and I think that like I, and I think it winds up to be a more interesting podcast when it turns out like this, you know. So like I would love to get even more interesting and hear the other stuff and keep you talking about the right things. I think you need to talk about the deeper things that are going on as opposed to the surface stuff because I think like all the sex stuff is just you know, uh, uh, a symptom of like the real problems. And I'd love to sort of explore those and then like send you off on your way to go get real help. But let's do it since you're open to it. And I think that'll be like a really interesting part too. It's like we were going, going backwards. She's mentioned, you know, thinking that I have a problem with sex and stuff like that. So, I mean, it wouldn't even be that hard to be like, Hey, listen, you know, maybe you're right. She would be so happy. She'd be so happy. Women but just like, want, thing, women always want their guys to be better. Like, she would be so happy. The thing that scares me, though, is, like, I like it too much, and, like... That's okay, <laughs> I like why, I said. But, like, I know, you don't want to I let go like, of it. I get it, because it's so satisfying. I, I feel like, you know, if I did go and get help, then it's just going to, we're going to be on, like, I, I just feel like anything that the therapist says, it will be under the microscope, and, like, you know, it's just going to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't no, know if they're going to, like... I don't think you're, I don't think you know. Uh-uh. It's not like that. Don't worry about that. We'll talk about that on the next podcast. I'll explain to you exactly the way it goes. No, it's great. It's, like, one hour all about you. It's not under the microscope at all. They are, a good therapist doesn't push you to go places you don't want to. It's all on your terms you don't have to worry about it being uncomfortable if you're with the wrong person and a lot of them are wrong it might feel uncomfortable but when you're with the right person it won't feel that way at all okay it'll be great because it'll be all about you for an hour and you'll be able to take it and not every single time will will be under the microscope sometimes you're just going to be talking about your fucking day and it's really great to have somebody that's who could help you out but every now and then you go a little deeper and over time you figure out all the stuff about yourself and it really helps. So I think you don't really understand how it works and it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing actually. I don't know why everyone doesn't do it, but I think a meeting for you would be really great. So let's decide to check in and, and start figuring out when we're going to talk again. And I want to talk about like other stuff with you and hopefully, maybe by then, you'll have gone to a meeting and we could talk about that. If not, we'll talk about you going to a meeting then. But, like, try to go to a meeting in the meantime. One sex addict meeting. Yeah, Seriously, just do it. Just do it. I know there's a couple around here. Like, I've looked them up. Like, being oh, it's so, it's so interesting. Even if, you, like I said, I, there's two ways it could go for you. You're either going to get horny and go home and jerk off or pick up a girl. Or you might have a light bulb go off. I'm very curious what happens. I don't know. It's 50-50. But there's no way you will, won't. There's no way you're going to come back and say I was bored. Do you know what I mean? You're going to have an experience. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be interesting. Do you understand? So just please go, and then we're going to talk about it and talk about your fucking jail time and all the drugs you did. (laughs) Okay. All right, Kevin. Turn to talk soon. We're going to do a part two. This is part one. We're going backwards. All right. right, Yeah, I'll keep in touch through email. Okay. Well, thanks for calling, and we'll talk soon. Bye, Kevin. All right. No problem. Bye-bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.